Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing. And grams of that dro, that's my medicine. I've never been uh, afraid of other MCs because I diminish them. Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga, because I finish it. I'm a creep so deep like a heartbeat, like a bench player. Man, you never want to start me. Not hardly do you ever scar me. Still, I smoke blunts like I was with Bob Marley. It's ungodly how I go hard. See, pass me the car. Let's go fucking party. Okay? Where niggas be at drinking. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. HQ'd up in this bitch. We are motherfucking back after yes, a long sir. delay. Life has been hitting us. The holidays. Yep. Winter time, yep. it's cold, niggas ain't trying to leave the house. Niggas got school, niggas, niggas got, got school, work. niggas got, dog, just, just, just know, man, we're gonna get back to it, man. So, yes, we sir. appreciate you for sticking along with us, man, but we back with another regular episode. Yes, sir. And we haven't forgot about the album reviews. They no. definitely coming next week. Yes. So, you know, we definitely gonna hit y'all with that. For but sure. definitely thank you for tuning in to another, uh, weekly regular episode we're gonna hit y'all with. Yes, sir. We're gonna talk about what's been going on since we've been gone, man. Yes, so. sir. Well, why don't you go ahead and kick it off? All right, let's see, man. Let's see. What the fuck? How do I want to start this? Well, actually, you know what? Let, let's start it off with... Let's get this... Let's, I don't want to say let's get this out the way, but kind of like to leave like the somber shit to one side and then kind of like... Because, you know, we like to have fun on this podcast. Yes, sir. We're going to get to business first. First of all, RIP, my man, Juice World. Yes. You know, for those of you... I'm sure most of everybody knows already, Juice World was... Uh, he passed away from a seizure that he got at an airport. Yeah, I think of Georgia. Was it Georgia? Uh, Chicago. 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 There yeah. you go. Yeah, he. I mean, you know, obviously at first when when news first broke, and it, it's it's crazy because I was literally getting food, like waiting in line to get my food, and I was scrolling through Instagram, mm-hmm. and I, and I follow like I don't know if you follow these pages, but there's like. There's like these DJ academic type of pages, mm-hmm. but it's not DJ academic. Yeah, you know what I mean, it'll mm-hmm. be like some a lesser known guy. Yeah, I know a couple of them. But and, and I, I follow them because a lot of times, you know, academics since he's got into the, I guess the stature he is, sometimes he doesn't cover like everything. Yeah, I'm sure you've noticed too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I follow them for that reason. But sometimes their shit be inaccurate. So I seen that that the shit said Juice World has passed away at a Chicago <laughs> airport. I was like, man, that's, you know, that's bullshit. Exactly. Um, but yeah, then I, you know, I, I looked it up and it, it, you know, and honestly, right, this just let me know how crazy it is that like, you know, you're able to find out shit like as it's happening. Almost. And, it was, and it's the weirdest sources. Cause think about it. Like back in the day when TMZ first started, it was not a reputable news yeah, source. Yeah, you're right. And now it fucking is. Cause honestly, yeah. when I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw it that day, I saw it on TMZ's web yep. on their on their Yo, page. Hey, I never even thought about that shit, but you're so right, dog. First TMZ was not a reputable fucking. It was nothing but celebrity shit. Yeah, and now it's as reputable as it gets. Like if TMZ reports it, nine out of ten times, that's what it's, the fuck it is. Exactly, and that's that's really a weird thing to turn around yeah. and see. No, nah, it's weird as shit. Like it's, I don't know. I really don't know how I feel about that. Like I've always had like, this weird thing about TMZ. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's all. It's like. It's like a nigga that you can't trust. All of a sudden, you just put all the trust in the world. Exactly, and Why? he's been on point too. <laughs> he's so been it's on just point, yeah, <laughs> like what Twilight's on this bitch or what? Exactly. Uh, but the point is, um, yeah, and, and then same thing like you said. Uh, I was scrolling through it and I seen that TMZ posted. Some, I think they might have been the first people to report on it. So I seen their shit. And I guess that's where uh, the other page got the information from. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. And then it actually started popping up on the news news. So. Yeah, dog. I seen this shit on the Spanish news. My mom was cooking. Damn. And uh, I think it was Al Rojo Vivo for my Telemundo watchers out there. <laughs> and, you know, she was, you know, pretty much. And, yeah, pretty much. much yeah, uh, rapper Juice World passed away. But see, that lets you know just how, like, international these rappers are. Now. Oh, yeah. Like, for real, for real. We don't, yeah. we don't always think of them on that international stage Cause, as being that popular but you also got to think about it like Telemundo isn't that like based here or at least in Central yeah, yeah, North America yeah, yeah. so like that's a direct thing like this, right. it's huge for this culture and whether you're yeah. Spanish speaking English speaking it's just going to permeate the news somehow and more than likely Spanish kids black of kids course. Asian kids they all know who Juice World is of course yeah. of, at least of a certain age and, and, and you know honestly I think that's one of the reasons why Telemundo or whoever the show producer for that show decided to cover it mm-hmm. was because you know I I'm sure he, you know, somebody's tapped into the, the quote-unquote yeah. culture and told him, like, yo, this is somebody that's big with with kids in general in the hip-hop yeah. community. It's celebrity news. It's a celebrity news, yeah. So, you know, 
definitely uh, it was covered on that. Yeah, and it was just it was crazy, man. And um, you know, I'm I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and, and, and act like I listened to all his music. Yeah. I actually did listen to his last uh, album that came out. And I, I really fucked with like two of the joints. I, I ain't really listened to the album in depth. Just because I feel like while I do like, I guess you could say respect his music and do say he was talented. But that, like, I just feel like the music he makes isn't for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um. <clears throat> no, I understand that completely because I've heard a few of his songs and yeah. I was never really enamored with him as an artist like that I was be trying to listen to. Right. But I also didn't realize how many people actually did fuck with him oh, yeah. like that because yeah. i was like oh wow like i just thought this was like another one of the another mumble rappers nah. out here doing the thing whatever whatever but people actually fucked with him and they were like no he was actually really talented blah 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 so i feel like i am going to go back and give his music yeah, a yeah. listen no and, and and definitely you know like i don't know if if you knew that but uh apparently he's like a top streaming artist he's a top selling artist like he's like up there in like see, i didn't know any of that and i i did see something though that like his music streams after his death oh yeah went yeah. up 450 percent yeah 450 percent I mean, from somebody who was already one of the top streamers yeah, for the year it's crazy yeah it's crazy and, and not only that but uh, i seen that his instagram went up i think three million followers wow in like five days since he passed and it's just it's crazy because it's like People never really respect you or, or, or really credit you or, or give you your props or whatever it is until you're gone. Yeah, That's what it seems yeah. like. It's I like mean, how you have, he already had such a big fan base according yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now he's got even a huger fan base after death. I mean, was it, was it, um, Jada Kiss said back in the day, uh, you know, dead rappers yeah, get better, better promotion. promotion. Yeah, for sure. No, and it, dog, not a, not happened a with X, has ever been so happened smart. with Tupac, happened with Big, Mac, happened with Mac X, Miller. Mac Miller, happened with, now with Juice World. Every pun fucking probably. time. Oh yeah, definitely with pun. Thank you for bringing that. Yeah. You know, I mean, like that song. Uh, uh, uh. The only one I don't know if it happened really for, except for maybe in the New York area, is when uh, Prodigy died. Because I didn't uh, really hear too much about when Prodigy died, except for how much of a shame was he was a pioneer. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Of course, res- all respect due to Prodigy, but like I just didn't. I don't. I don't. I didn't hear anything about his streaming going up or anything like that. W- would you say is because? That was just a completely different era. It could be. Because, like... Well, yeah, because, yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like even now, for example, like, a lot of pun songs that, like, might be, like, mainstreamish or whatever, like, you could play them right now just about anywhere. Yeah, exactly. But in order to play Prodigy or Mob Deep or anything like that, like... It's a, it's a, a, certain it's a crowd, feeling from an era. Yeah, you're right. It's a certain crowd you would put that on for. It. Like, you wouldn't just throw that on. At any time, you know what I mean. So, and I feel like that that might be the the reason why. No, I I could see that. I could definitely see that. You no, know, like like you know, with Tupac or Biggie, they got shit that could resonate with right now. Yeah, exactly. With kids right now, but um, I just feel like it's 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 too much of a a gap. You know what I mean? But because Prodigy yeah, like, is like in that straight, just the gangster mode. Yeah, everything yeah. was just hard, hard, hard. So right. maybe it doesn't translate as well as it does uh, as it did back in the day. Now, right? Because that vibe is just really not hip hop at this point. But I, I will say though, when, when he passed, I, I think a lot of people did throughout hip hop uh, pay their respects towards him. Oh yeah, for sure, you know, for like, sure. Like, like they those, did. it's like one of those like those who knew, def one hundred percent knew. Facts. Like, there was no doubt about it. Facts. Um, but but yeah, man. But but going back to you know the whole Juice World thing, the moment that that news came out, first thing I thought was seizure, something to do with drug related. You know See, I mean? and I didn't want to believe that at first because they. I I thought I heard somewhere somebody said that he was epileptic, so I was like, "Oh, that's just the shame." Well, yeah. But then yeah. I heard about him taking all the all the random pills before he got off the plane and all yeah. that other shit, and I'm just like, "Okay." Then they found lean, however much lean it was that they found in there, uh, and then they found the seventy pounds of marijuana, 70 pounds of- which apparently no one is getting charged for. I mean, and I fuck with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a fact, you know. But, you know, and, and here's something that I heard, um, I, I want to say it was academics mentioned this, right? Mm-hmm. It almost seemed like, cause dog, who really is going to need 70 pounds a week? Yeah. So it almost seemed like he was kind of like, cause you know, he's from Chicago. Mm-hmm. He's cool with a lot of like Chicago gangster rappers. And I don't know, right? But I never got the impression that Juice World was like a gangster nigga. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I, like he might rap about gangster shit. Or sing about gangster shit from time to time, but I, I always thought it was kind of like 
because like that's the cool thing to say now like i feel like now like you can almost say anything as long as it sounds good yeah people probably aren't going to question what you're saying exactly but yeah like i i never really got the impression that he either was or wanted to give off the impression that he was a gangster dude yeah but he is from chicago and he's cool with a lot of like he'd be around a lot of gangster niggas yeah so i'm like okay something gotta be going on True. for him to be have 70 pounds of weed on that plane with him yeah. like, that doesn't so I don't know Like I, that's something That I guess people Would have to look into For sure For sure And I'm sure that they will And they more than likely are I mean you don't find That much weed on a plane And Fuck not me. look into it You know what yeah. I mean Yeah I mean especially like If you're a You know police And you're trying to figure out Why they had all this shit on there Yeah Probably wasn't personal use So Ex- Exactly But um Nonetheless I don't know if you also heard that Like police are alleging That they saw him like Take the pills? a whole bunch of pills Oh shit So pretty much What they were saying was that he took a whole bunch of pills before uh the feds so what ultimately ended up happening was that the the pilot snitched on them uh-huh. and said yo i think these niggas have guns on them and you know pretty much as soon as they landed the feds was right yeah. there so apparently the feds are saying that they seen juice take a whole bunch of pills and try to hide i guess all the pills because I, I i mean obviously 70 pounds of weed you ain't going you, nowhere yeah, you're not. You're still not going nowhere. But I would assume that's it, it's it's probably a little bit better than being caught with, per, like you know, yeah. uh, perks or whatever it is that he was taking. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, apparently, you know, allegedly he took them joints, and mm-hmm. apparently that's that's when it happened, you know. And uh, I mean, it, it's 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 a really sad story. It really um, is. He was 21 years old. You know, just what I mean? turned 21. Yeah, just turned 21, and. and as somebody who's now 26, about to be 27, the craziest thing is, right, that I feel like you swear life, like, you know everything about life at 21, dog, mm-hmm. but you really don't get life until you're, like, at least, like, and that's the only the tip of it when you're, like, past 25, 26, you start really, like, getting a grasp. Yeah, once, once you're in your mid-30s, then you really start oh, to yeah, understand life. That's yeah. where I'm at right now. I bet, I bet. <laughs> and, and that's, and that, that, you know, and that, 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 I just feel like, every, so, I, first of all, I believe that every five to ten years, like people change a little bit like you yeah. change you grow or whatever and i feel like like that age like 21 or 22 is like the first time where you kind of like take a step towards that yeah and it's just it's just really sad you know to to think like damn dog this nigga just got to that was as successful as you could be you know selling out at shows, that young age young hadn't even age. really matured yet yeah exactly so um and it's a damn shame because I mean, even in even in your mid thirties, like you may have some things in life figured out, but life is pretty much still gonna kick you in the balls yeah. and throw you curveballs left and right. So you never really figure out life. You just get a better understanding of how much it sucks when you get older. Yeah. For all our young listeners, of course. For all our older listeners, y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> and, and you know, I, I I think about that shit every fucking Christmas. It's like a weird thing for me where it's like. I'm like, yo, Christmas used to be, or like things used to be like a lot funner when I was younger. Yeah, no, when you're a kid, you think about the Christmas and the excitement of the toys and the presents and all and the food and all that other shit. Yeah. When you get older, there ain't nothing but spending money. Yeah, it's nothing but spending money. And it's like, I don't know, it's just like a weird thing. But yeah, man, it's just, it's, it's fucking crazy, though. Yeah. But, but the last thing I will say about this whole Juice World situation, apparently Offset of the Migos, of course, said that Juice World will be on a song on their new album. Oh, okay. It's already been finished and on, but it's going to come out. So he'll I'm still sure. be making that money on his back end to help his fe- his people out. Oh, dog. I mean, <clears throat> and, and I'm sure he, because from what I heard, he had hundreds and hundreds of unreleased songs. Damn. That he would just have stashed away. This nigga think he Tupac? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. and and, and that, that that's the whole thing about uh Juice is that like I've heard Young Thug, uh Future, I've heard a lot of rappers speak real highly on him, mm-hmm. and that like he could free, like he could actually freestyle. Yeah, and you know it's just it's a shame, you know that yes. that that. And, and and another thing that I wanted to bring up right was that like, and and this just goes to show right that like, especially for the younger listeners, the viewers out there, this is why like you might think you don't have a problem right, but that doesn't mean you can't have an accident. That's true. When it comes to these uh, these kind of drugs. Exactly. You when know, it like, comes to any drug, really. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, you know, you, you look at Mac Miller, you look at... uh, the, at, uh at, Not at, Lil Xan, but what was that other white boy's name? Uh, Lil Peep. There you go. You look at Lil Peep, you look at uh, even Fredo, probably. Mm-hmm. You might even be able to include in this. And, and now you look at Juice where, like, the, they all died accidentally, yeah. more, more or less. It wasn't like they were just... 
fucked up and they took a whole rack of joints on purpose and with the intention of saying fuck it like that wasn't that's not the case and it's just it's, it's sad because you know a lot of times you know you don't really think that a decision you make could cost you your life yeah and in, in, in these cases unfortunately it does so we don't exactly know what it was everything was that he took so yeah. it could have just been a bad combination yeah could have been of like yeah. percocets and molly stuff, or something yeah. something else that's stupid you know what i'm saying so right. it's it's always the combinations of shit also that you got to watch out for when you're on yeah. these different types of drugs because sure. you got shit that goes up and ups and up and then shit that brings you down and yep. down and if you take too give much of one attack. too much of the other it'll give you a heart attack yep. or it'll just completely snuff you out you know like it you always got to watch the shit that you do be careful always and Whatever it is that you decide to partake in, and just just be try safe, not man. to partake in anything stupid. Yeah, man. Just whatever you do, just be safe and just think about any consequence that may come with it, and just you gotta live with it. And how know? it's gonna affect your family, your friends, the people yep. who love you, yep. and ultimately you. Yeah, because yeah, you yeah, may yeah. not even die from it. You may just end up being a fucking vegetable. Yeah, somewhere. exactly, exactly. So definitely, you know, big rest in peace to uh, Juice World. Condolences to his family and loved ones and you know fans definitely fans because uh you know I I heard uh academics bring up a very important point that like I feel like people kind of like overplay like those they'll be like oh why are you sad like you never even knew him and I'm like dog I feel like it's like people like form connections with these artists and yeah. it's like it almost feels like somebody you knew died it's like because you kind of did know yeah, them, music know? talks to people in different ways yeah and so everyone's gonna feel a certain way about an artist and it's gonna be an unridiculous it's gonna be a ridiculous connection that somebody may have with someone yeah like I had a ridiculous co- uh, connection to Aaliyah like I um, loved Aaliyah as a singer and as a person right so like I that was probably fucked you up I was fucked you. up when, when she yeah. passed but yeah. I mean I could understand it if this is like because I mean I was young when she passed and she was young too she was right, one right. of the younger artists from my generation that like right. i literally grew up watching right so like if this is juice world for you like I, how long has juice world been out like a couple years now at Probably least like two, two years, years maybe yeah. yeah if you spent like the last two years of your life and you're really into music and this is your guy right and you've exactly. been all about this blah, blah 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 i can understand how this would hit you a certain way oh yeah and, and again like obviously it's gonna sound crazy but it's like this is somebody's tupac or somebody's biggie exactly. or whatever because while you know somebody might not think that they're on the same level musically or whatever the case may be popularity wise i would say right up there you know what i mean especially now with like there being way more artists now than there were then and Mm -hmm. and also these artists have way more uh, possibilities to get the music out Mm -hmm. it's i feel like it's a lot uh you kind of have to take that into consideration you know what i mean yeah so definitely you know recipes juice well and uh be safe everybody out there yes And a quick uh, rest in peace to Phase Two. Uh, y'all may not know who Phase Two is, but his real name is uh, Lonnie Wood. Um, he is one of the most influential and famous aerosol artists, which means spray paint graffiti artist from the early days of hip hop inception in the Bronx. He is one of the people that originated the bubble letter style that everyone oh, okay, uses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's part of, he was a member of the Zulu Nation, active mostly in the 70s and in the 80s. So I, I just want to like, I'm not well known on his career, but I'm always in reverence of everything that comes from the old school, everything right. that's part of the culture. And he is one of the originators in the culture. So of course, rest up to phase two. Yes, sir. Rest up, man. Rest up. Rest in peace, everybody. And the culture that's that's shit that we lost this year, man. We lost, saying, we lost, we lost quite a few, man. Yeah, and, and honestly, a lot of big names. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. a, a, you know, and, and not to a death is a death, obviously, but like in the sense of like their impact. I feel like we've lost a lot of a lot of impactful people this year. Yeah, or at least more so than I could think of because you know I remember like I can't think of his name right now. The guy that that passed from D twelve. Oh, um, Obi Trice. Yeah, Obi Trice. Yeah. Like I remember when shit like that would happen, and like. I mean, like I said, a death is a death, but like I wouldn't really know a lot of these names, mm-hmm. you know, because especially when I was really young, I I would, it would be like all mainstream music or whatever. Yeah. So it's kind of like I don't know, it's just crazy. Like just this year alone, you got Nipsey, you got Mac, you got Juice World. Yep. And I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody too. So wasn't X earlier this year too? Or was that last year? Uh, I'm not sure. I can't remember. But either way, it's like, just too many yeah, at this it's, point. It's just too many, man. So. But yeah, crazy. also rest up to everybody. Yes, Respect. sir. Yes, sir. But uh, let's jump into a little new thing. We'll say uh, the, we'll go speaking on Mac Miller. Actually, okay. Um, there was a Mac Miller fund which was created. Uh, 
I don't remember exactly who created it, but I'm assuming it was family, friends, so, yeah, something like that. Probably. And it was created in his hometown, which I believe is Pittsburgh. And uh, they are actually granting $100,000 to YMCA youth music programs so that the kids can learn everything from recording, DJ scratching, right. to uh, instrumental music, all of that other good stuff that comes along with a musical education. Yeah, and I, that's, I think that's awesome. Like, fact, yeah. fact of all, that they just turned that tragedy into something positive and are able yeah. to affect so many other lives with it. Hell yeah. I mean, look, I'm, I'm real with you, dog. Like, I feel like if I'm ever in a position to be somebody of you know, impact or somebody that people look up to. If I can, if I can and, and I, and I pass or whatever, then yeah. definitely dog, use, use my money to do good. Do good. Exactly. And, and, and it's good, you know, that, cause I mean, I, I don't know, cause you know, you don't hear all the time about these things. Some, I'm sure sometimes it's done on the low and the family will do it without any recognition really. Yeah. But you know, it's just, I don't know. You don't really hear a whole lot like people doing this, you know, whatever. So it's just, I don't know, it's just, it's good to hear. Definitely good to hear. Especially coming from somebody like Mac Miller, whom to me, right? I mm-hmm. think he was somebody who like was very musically inclined. Like he, he knew a lot about music. Yeah. And I didn't think that he really did until I started seeing the stuff on Instagram with him playing different instruments mm-hmm. and stuff like that and singing and stuff. I was like, like okay, this man actually, yeah. he has a, has a real taste for it. Yeah. And then you could see how that morphed into his music also. Like, I don't know if you, uh, if you've seen, um, the little, you know, the tiny desk. Yeah. Concerts. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know if, did you ever see his? I've never seen his, no, but I'll go back and watch yeah, it. Because there's a couple that I want to see yeah. currently. Yeah, I def- think Meg the Stallion did one, and yeah, uh, yeah. somebody else did one recently that I really want to see. Freddie Gibbs. There you go. He did his. I haven't seen his, but I've heard it. That was pretty tough. But, um, yeah, uh, Mac, I feel like he always, kind of, especially, you know, his last couple years he was around, uh, he definitely showed, like, uh, just a wide range of musical knowledge. I guess, yeah. You know, and, and the beat choices that he made. And everything else in between. So I agree. All right. Well, let's uh one more uh, little bit of uh, uh I guess professional business we can say. Yes. Jay Z names uh was it Desiree Perez as the new Rock Nation CEO. I guess that means he's stepping down from overheading everything by himself officially. Like I'm assuming he still owns the the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just not running the company anymore. I mean, but I feel like that's everybody's dream at the end of the day. You I know? mean, you know. So have the money come in and have somebody else run it. Kind of love that. You know what I mean? And uh, I feel like um, Rock Nation. W- would you say that Rock Nation is just like what Rockefeller turned into? I mean, basically, it's like the new Rockefeller. Right. I mean, yeah, because there's there's I'm pretty sure there's a lot of uh, rappers in, uh that's actually signed to Rock Nation. There's a couple. Yeah. I'm, uh, athletes. I, I wish I had pulled up the list of. um who is currently signed to Rockefeller Records or, or Rock Nation? But I, I know for sure J Cole is. I mean, but J. that's Cole, the only one I know for sure. Uh, I think uh, Meek Mill. I think. Mm. I Let thought he was see. signed to MMG. Let me see. Of course, now I can't find the damn Big, story. Big Sean, Rock Nation. Okay. Not on good music anymore, I guess. Mm. Man, all these people. Don't nobody heard of. Well. I'm sure I probably heard of a lot of them, but there's no names on them, <laughs> and I don't recognize a lot of them. Okay. Casanova's one of them. Mm. Oh, if you just put your name over them. Cypher. Oh, like, I guess like a, a lot of DJ personalities. Hey, I'm about to say Cypher Sounds ain't no artist. Yeah, but I guess him and um, Angie Martinez were there. DJ. Well, you know what? You know, Rock Nation does sports and other stuff now from management, so Fat, maybe all of that's... Fat Joe. Hmm. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's so it's way more than a record label, right? Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. No, it's there, there's people here. I don't even know. What, I don't even know if they sing. I don't know what their deal is. J Cole is here. Oh, fucking Jaden Smith. Oh shit. Okay, and he's on tour with his sister right now. Is he? Yeah. Random bit of information. Yo, it, yeah, his album ain't that bad. If y'all ain't never heard his joke, I heard that that joke isn't bad. I mean, to, to be out. honest, when I heard Jaden Smith on uh, on a Young Thug song last year, I think mm-hmm. I was like, yo, Jaden Smith. And, and, and this just goes to show that I feel like a lot of times as a society, like, we'll discredit people just off of, or not discredit them, but we'll be like, like, nah, there's no way fucking Jaden Smith could be a good rapper. Yeah. Like, why, why was that like a, a, a preconceived notion in, in, in this whole thing? You know, like, why is it? I'm assuming him? just because of how weird he is. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> and, and, and cause it's like, yo, 
you grew up rich, so what could you, what could you possibly rap about? And now we always, we, we, and I, that's one thing that we can't have preconceived notions about. Cause remember, I kept telling you, Diggy Simmons album was alright. Diggy Simmons had a legit album. And he didn't go nowhere with it. He didn't do nothing with it. Now. But it was a good album. I'll go, I'll go back and listen to it every now and then. But uh, like, I'm gonna have to, hold on. His last joint, I'm guessing? His, his only joint that I know oh, about. Oh, okay. His only shit I know about. Shit. I don't remember no, hearing nothing no, about no. him having no extra album. But the first, let me say, the first, if not the only. <laughs> See, and, and again, I don't know if it's because, maybe it's because rap has always been like rags to riches mm-hmm. type of thing. I feel like, other kind of music isn't necessarily. But think about it. A, a, quite a few rappers these days did not come from Rags the Riches. Like, what's his name? Was uh, both the niggas? I mean, technically they are rappers, even though they're pop. But uh, the LMFAO boys. Oh, I mean, them niggas are fucking Barry Gordy's kids or what? Quincy Jones kids or some shit like that. But duh, but are they really? Yeah. Nah, one, one, well, one, of, one of them. Well. One of them is, well, shit, one of them's the other's uncle. I don't remember which one. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that shit. <laughs> you thinking these niggas are friends or, or are like cousins or some shit. The whole time, one of them is their uncle? Yeah. Kinda I think like the one. upset with Quavo or some shit like basically, that? Basically. however the fuck that the one, the one, the one with the, the hair that goes down and not out. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That's I mean, the I... uncle, I think. Shit. I'm, I can't, I'm having fuck. trouble remembering which, what they even look like right now. But, um, anyway. Um, what you call it? Oh, speaking of which, Juice World was um related to somebody else that's rich right now. Young Dolph. There you go. I seen that uh, he posted it and he was saying. I mean, and you know, it it happens a lot where like, or let me not say it happens a lot, but this isn't the first time that it's happened, mm-hmm. or at least that I've heard that a celebrity who's pretty well known in their own lane is blood related to another celebrity, mm-hmm. and they just don't know each other. Like they've never met yeah. personally. Mm-hmm. Like uh. I don't know. Do you ever listen to the Joe Rogan podcast at all? I don't actually. You should probably start listening. To that. I've actually, heard. I've got. It's, 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 I know that's like the thing now. <laughs> and I hate to be the one that's pushing the thing forward. <laughs> but nonetheless, check this shit out. But um, he uh he had some musician on, and they started talking about how like he Joe Rogan and the lead singer for I think My Chemical Romance. I think oh, is shit. who it is. They're cousins. Like they're blood cousins. Like oh, sh- their moms are like. Sisters, I think, or some shit like that. What? It's no, it's fucking crazy, dog. Like it, and he was like, "Yeah, no, we've just never met. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck happened. I mean, it's it's, it's pretty crazy." Because I know there are some celebrities like uh, Travis McCoy and Tyga are cousins. Who the fuck is Travis McCoy? He's the lead singer of the band. Oh, what is that band's name? Mm, why can't I think of the album name and not the band's name? Hold on, M- M- McElroy or McElroy? McCoy. McCoy. Travis? Yeah. Or Travis? Band is that? Yeah, Travis McCoy. Oh, um, I think I know who you're talking about. Gym Class Heroes? There you go. Gym Class Heroes. Yo, they, these niggas had like one song that I fucked with back in the day. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck it is right now. <laughs> they actually uh, had a couple of legit albums. But either way, like those two are cousins. I know, like, uh, you know, Jenny McCarthy? Jenny McCarthy? Who the fuck is Jenny McCarthy? Blonde, beautiful chick. Well, anyway, she's relate. She's uh, cousins with Melissa McCarthy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Hold on, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, know. the Joan from um from the new Ghostbusters movie, the all female Ghostbusters movie. Oh, is she really? Yeah, they're cousins. And who else is cousins? Somebody else. Somebody else. I I know is related, but I can't think of who they are right now. But anyway, um, it's where were we going with this? I don't even fucking remember. Uh, <laughs> is it we were still on the Jay Z on the Rock Nation thing? Oh, we was talking about who was on the on the label. Damn, we went <laughs> way off. God damn. Jesus. But anyway, since we don't really know anybody, two to many of the people. Yeah, fuck there, it, yeah. Uh, but yeah, congratulations to uh, Miss Perez. I don't know who you are, but shouts out to you. Because that means a Latino lady is in power. So shouts hey. out. Oh, Post Malone, Meek Mill, and J. Cole lead Pandora's list of most spun hip-hop songs of 2019. I'm surprised... By Meek Mill, mm-hmm. and this isn't a diss towards him. I just didn't know that people fuck with him as hard as they do. Apparently, um, J Cole has his fan base that I think he he has a really strong fan base. Yeah, he does. On top of the fact that he's very well known, and you know the same could be said about motherfucking Post Malone. I feel like Post Malone has just really blown up in the last couple years because I didn't yeah. even know who he was two years ago, and then all of a sudden he was everywhere last year, and then this year he was everywhere, everywhere. 
I, I still haven't listened to a Post Malone album. I only know maybe three songs by him, and I don't even like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here, here, here's one thing, right? And, and you cannot deny this, dog. You cannot deny this. Since every, I don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of Post Malone either, but I will never deny this, dog. This nigga came in and defied a certain odd, and that is, he had a song, his first song, that was bigger than him. True. Bigger than his name. And he still was able to be successful after that. True. That's why niggas like Designer and Fetty fell Wap. off. Fetty, even though Fetty Wap had a couple more than one, he, he had definitely a, fell off. Yeah, he definitely fell off. But in a sense of like one hit wonder type niggas, yeah. right? That's why because the song becomes bigger than than you. People know your song more than they know who sings it. True. So and I feel like Post has also put himself kind of in a in a a position uh, working with a lot of people that a lot of people like. So, like, he's got the song that he had with Sway Lee from the Spider-Man uh, movie. I mean, and but then that... he had the song with, recently, with Cardi B and French Montana. Yeah. And then he had the jump with 21 Savage. So, you know, like, I feel like he's he's picking picking nah, wisely he's... when it comes to teaming up with people. He's definitely picking the right the right people. Um, the 21 Savage, apparently they're, like, really good friends and shit. And I'm just like... That's just weird. That's a weird-ass combination. Real fucking weird. Like... I'm sure, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works out, but these niggas is apparently like, I, I want to say Post Malone gave him like a Ferrari for his birthday or some shit like that. What? Yeah, some, some, I, he gave him a really expensive gift. I do remember Yo, that. Why I'm don't sure I have a Ferrari. friends like this? No, I'm trying to tell you, dog. Like, <laughs> I'd settle for a, a, a new Honda Civic, dog. Like, niggas, I'm I pay my shit Ferrari, off, niggas. That's all I care about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, um, what the fuck were we Oh shit! Yeah, most fun motherfucking uh, 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 songs in hip hop. It's funny because he's a white rapper, and a lot of motherfuckers don't really fuck with him, saying that he's appropriating the culture. But to that, I say, stop hating, dog. I love it how whenever somebody of some other culture does something cool in another culture, it's all of a sudden appropriation. Dog. Like, okay, and that uh, honestly, okay. Sidebar: uh, maybe you know, opposing opinion. Y'all may not agree with me. But I feel like this whole culture, like, uh, co- uh, what do you, what was it called? Culture? N- culture vulture, whatever you call it, appropriation shit. I feel like it has killed a lot of shit, especially Halloween. Not saying that some of the shit that you, you should, on, people you have say, worn. How do you, you say so Halloween? Okay, I'm not, I'm about to say, some people, some of the shit that you wear for Halloween should not be worn at all. Point uh-huh. blank, period. Uh-huh. But motherfucking, People that want to, like, I think gay costumes and ninja costumes and all that other shit, I think that shit is still cool. Oh, yeah. I don't think that's appropriate in oh, culture. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But people were like, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that, because that's appropriate. And if you dress as a geisha, you're appropriate in culture. If you dress as a fucking ninja, you're doing this. If you dress as this, you're appropriating that, blah, 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 blah. Now, people have been doing American Indians for a long time. Always a little fucked up. Not gonna lie. Has been since we started doing it way back in the day. Because okay. they just didn't give a fuck. America. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's just how they fucking get down. Alright. But I will say there's certain things you shouldn't do. But there's certain things I don't think is appropriation if you decide to dress up. Or if you decide to shoot a music video using a, you know, a lot of Asian culture stuff right. in it. Because it's not like it hasn't happened before. Or, you know. And that's or, the thing. It's like selective... Uh, outrage exactly because if you look at a lot of these videos I mean I'm not even talking about just from the 90s I'm talking about 2000s late 2000s oh, even, right now. even right now there's so many videos where people have other cultural stuff in it like I don't remember if y'all remember that motherfucking um what's that video that R. Kelly joint uh, no problematic <laughs> <laughs> that's what you said R. Kelly joint I was like oh. um, but he had the jumps in the geisha, he had the girls in the geisha, not the geisha, uh, but he had them in kimono robes, uh, giving them a bath and shit, and it was a whole bunch of Asian shit in the video. Missy Elliott had a whole bunch of Asian vid- shit in one video yeah. too, but she had the, the nigga at the beginning saying in whatever Indian language that uh, was, no no offense to anybody, whoever language that is. Right. Uh, I mean, it's all type of shit has been going on back like this. I mean, there was a whole Janet Jackson video where she did it in like a, a Chinese, not strip club, but like a Chinese gambling spot. Right. So like... Come yeah. on, like this bullshit about appropriating culture just because because people are using it in music videos and shit. I don't get it. That's fuck. Right. That's that's just my head. So up. so and again, I might I might say some problematic here, but fuck it. How do you feel as a black man about blackface? 
for like Halloween. I think blackface is still one of the most racist things you can do because it was ba- it basically was used to make black people look like stooges and idiots and buffoons by white people acting as black people because they act like stooges buffoons you know air quotes above all of that shit so, because it was it was used to make us look bad. All right, so let's just say a white dude for Halloween wants to be like Lil Wayne or some shit. Uh-huh. Like would would I mean I, again. I feel like I'm not in a position to have a real opinion on this, uh-huh. but I don't like me personally. I just don't feel like I would get upset about it. Like it wouldn't be like, all right. I mean, you're, I've, you're, you're obviously trying to portray this yeah. person, uh-huh. so it's not like you're doing it in a fucked up way or for a certain particular reason. Yeah, but black people see blackface as a whole different thing. Like I've, I got on my, I got on one of my friends. I thought it was funny because of the way that the costume actually looked, uh-huh. but I was like, you know, you're gonna get into trouble for this. Like I, I told, like I told him about it, but like I had a friend who was Asian in college mm. who went as Usher one year. And uh, okay. darkened his face, darkened his hands, had the big ass dog. foil U chain and shit that, on. I'm gonna interrupt you, but let's be real, dog. That shit wasn't a problem until like five years ago. Basically. Cause dog, that shit used to happen all the time and it was cool. Like I got a friend, right? And I told her this, I was like, yo, you better well, hope Blackface like- has been happening for a long time and people have been going up against it for a long time. But this whole extra culture, culture vulture nah, shit, nah, that's nah. the thing that's been happening in the last few years. Nah, dog, like blackface, I feel like it hasn't been like right now. It's like a no, 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 no. Well, I feel like it's been a resurgence in motherfuckers doing blackface recently because back in the day you would get into hella trouble for doing blackface, and people nowadays kind of just have no chill and don't give a fuck. I don't know, but well, people have been doing blackface no, the, for the reason a long I say time. that, right? Is because I've seen multiple people that I know do blackface, and it wasn't ever like to me. It was never oh they're doing blackface uh, until. Recently, when like niggas, cause see, to me it's like this, right? Like if you do some shit now, like now you know better. Obviously, you're in the wrong. But like if you did a shit back in high school, like I don't. Now that's a different type of for for a different yeah. show. But I'm just saying, I feel like I feel like I've seen a bunch of people that I know put on a costume or do some shit like that, and there wasn't no real outrage towards them by anybody really. Well, you got to think about it. When you're around your friends and stuff, it would be more acceptable to do something like that. Yeah. But, I mean, like, if you're just around a bunch of people you don't know and they were to see you putting on this stuff, they would more than likely have a problem. Yeah. Especially if you you were a black person coming across someone, like a white person, just sitting there in the makeup and putting in the bathroom, putting on blackface, and you could tell what they were just doing because they had, like, maybe an Afro wig or some shit like that and all this other stuff, I would probably say something to that person. What about motherfuckers, white motherfuckers particularly, wearing fucking sombreros, walking around eating tacos, talking about some... Now, see, arriba, arriba, arriba. That, is a, that is a fucked up thing about that, about that, but I can't really speak on it because that's not my culture. I wouldn't say it's not a cu- cultural appropriation or any of that other stuff, but it doesn't hit me in the same way that blackface does because that's not my culture. So I can understand why Latinos or Mexicans, whatever, would see, get upset with that. And get upset with people wearing that. I right. understand it. Yeah. The same way I hope that people would understand why black people don't like blackface. Because okay. it's like it's a it's just a way to make y'all look bad too. Like I mean, if you think about it, people. What, what do people always talk about when it comes to Latin culture? Fucking hammocks y'all be sleeping in. <laughs> the motherfucking shit that y'all wear. The food y'all eat. Ten thousand niggas talk. in the so car. Like, yeah. Ten, yeah, exactly. It's all yeah. fucking fucked up shit. Yeah, yeah. And that's all the shit that they exp- ex- uh, expound upon when they dress up and shit that, like yeah, that. Yeah, that, that is so, true. So again, that it is, is another negative thing. Like I don't see it as negative as or, or blackface because it doesn't. It. Yeah, it doesn't affect my yeah, culture like it does yours. I see what you're saying. But it's still a fucking problem. It'd be just like a bunch of fucking. Like I saw something earlier where they were talking about back in the nineties. How shit on TV shows would have been way different. We wouldn't be able to get away with a bunch oh, of yeah, stuff. Of and they were actually talking about Steve Urkel on Family Matters. And they were talking about how there was multiple episodes where he dressed up as Bruce Lee. Like literally the wig that made it look like it was his oh, hair shit. and all that shit. <laughs> pulling off the fake uh, Asian accent and shit like that. And I was like, yeah, that shit would not fly on TV today. But that shit was fucking hilarious back in the day. Oh, of course. <laughs> and, and, and again, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Right exactly. Now. Like I'm sure it's way more everything. Exactly. Know. And we have gone way off course. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so why don't we just go ahead and swing back by? Talk about your boy Six Nine, man. Let's go, man. So, nigga Six Nine, for those of y'all that are not caught up, is getting his motherfucking fate decided this upcoming week. 
I think it's the upcoming week. I think it is too. Seventeenth of December, I want to say. Yeah, and, and he's he's written a letter I saw to the to the judge, him and his and his girlfriend or baby mama, whichever she is, talking about oh he should get out, blah 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 blah. I was like, okay, yeah. I mean, I think she wrote yeah she wrote a letter to the to the judge too, right? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, man, it's just it's it's fucking it's crazy. And you know we were talking earlier because chances are he's gonna get out this upcoming week now. Me and Cooper about to make a, some kind of bet about something <laughs> on who's closest on how long until after he comes out do we hear from this nigga's mouth, dog. Uh-huh. He's thinking as soon as he comes out. I say, okay, I'll amend it and I'll say maybe two weeks. Two weeks? Two weeks. And, and that's giving it a whole lot? That's, that's giving it a whole lot because that nigga has a whole lot to say, always say. I think he's going to be lay low for a couple months. Probably not going to hear him for a while. And like I was saying, he's going to make sure he has some kind of banger with some artist who, mm-hmm. like, and, and to me, right, it's not going to be a rapper. It's going to be, like, one of these little pop star types. Pop star type of motherfuckers who don't really care about that shit. I'm trying to tell you, dog, because, like, I don't know. I just, I, I think, like, really thinking about it, if you're going to take this route, that'd probably be your best bet because you don't want to just come out with nothing, you know yeah. what I'm saying, to say. So, I don't know, man. I just, it, it, it's it's a crazy fucking. Story. What's he gonna rap about now? Because I feel like Bloods and shit was like like nah. three quarters of the shit that he was rapping about. Yeah, literally gang shit. He was, <laughs> a, he was a gangster rapper without being a gangster. Exactly, which is fucking nuts. But hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> hilarious, dog. But um, yeah. So I mean, and, and, and I don't know, dog. Like, I, I'm I'm really just curious to see how his career is gonna go from here. As how he's gonna make money, really, like actual money, because everybody knows. Money isn't in album sales anymore. Album sales really is just to get a plaque now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, like a hundred thousand albums sold ain't gonna be shit. And for honestly, technically, it ain't even all albums anymore since they consider X amount of streams Dude, yeah. of one song from the album as album sale. Yeah, yeah. So it may be like a hundred, but I mean, still, like, if right. you stream that one song a million times and don't play anything else, this motherfucker's album can go double platinum. Yeah, exactly. And it, which is how uh, Fetty Wap's albums went double yep. platinum. Pretty much multiple joints, but because Trap Queen definitely drove that shit yeah, for sure. But yeah, man, I guess we'll see when th- when when shit fucking arrives and and we'll see what happens, man. I mean, I personally think that niggas who's trying to get him is not gonna retaliate immediately mm-hmm. or somebody. I just but I'm trying to tell you right here, something is gonna happen. That man decides to go on tour. It's game over. Oh, dog. You'll hear about it. On I'm, I'm telling you, he's going to find some place. He'll probably rent it out. And it'll be the only spot that you can come see 6 9 perform. It'll be straight up secured by his people. And you have to get in. It's going to be hella like, security to get in that joint to make sure you're good or blah, 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 blah. And it's, I, honestly, it's the only way. It's the only and, way I see this happening. And not only that, right? Do you see him perform? If he gets to that point, right? Do you see him performing his old music? He can't. He can't. I mean, I could see him performing it, but like editing it. Like but I mean, I don't know how you edit it. Or no, you know what? I just don't see him performing it because, like I said, there was too much blood, blood culture shit in that joke. Do you think he can't, in a sense of like it'll like fuck things up more for him? I think it would, because he would still be claiming that shit, or not, you know, technically not claiming it, but still shouting it Sorry, out no, and talking about it exactly. Yeah. And you know that he should definitely not be at this point. Like, you know, it's funny, right? Because um, I I went through, like, one of those YouTube wormholes. Yeah. Where you (laughs) click on one thing. Get lost. Yeah. Next playing, next playing, next playing, (laughs) next playing, next playing. Next thing you know, you've been listening to Takashi 69 for the last three hours. (laughs) All these theories and shit. (laughs) So. Sounds like me before a Marvel movie comes out. (laughs) Anytime I'm about to go do something or watch something, I'll YouTube this shit. And I'll become an expert on yes. every possible theory that any nigga on YouTube has thought of, dog. <laughs> exactly. You have to do that and then come to realize that when you actually watch it, it had nothing to do with anything, dog. All 150,000 <laughs> things you listened to was wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Dead wrong. Not one of them was close. Yeah, not, not one of them. <laughs> Even the one that had like a million and two views on it. And, and the one and that said that they had goods from the f- credible sources. sources. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Hey, why do we still believe these lying ass niggas? Bro? I don't even know that. Yeah, <laughs> but, but anyways, 
I was fucking looking through a whole bunch of uh, trial videos on, on this whole shit that's going on. Yeah. And then his song came out, right? One of his songs, I think it was, it wasn't Gummo, but it was, um, I think it was the Kuda joint. But okay. it was, it was a joint that like, I was like, yo, I'm not even going to lie to you, dog. This joint still kind of rocks a little bit. And I'm just blown that this motherfucker not only snitched, but he's Spanish. So now Spanish niggas is looked at as some bitch ass niggas. So it's like, dog, come on, son. Like, you just fucked the whole picnic up, dog. <laughs> you just fucked the whole picnic the up. The whole picnic up. Brought potato salad with raisins in it, man. Oh, my goodness. Jesus Christ, dog. Nigga then burnt up the carne asada. Yeah, burnt the carne asada. Left the motherfucking spatula at home to flip the burger. Not enough seasoning on the jerk chicken. Oh, come on, son. <laughs> Left the adobo in the car. None mm. of the drugs. Come on. Uh, uh, uh. But anyways, man. Yeah, man, it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting when he comes out how, what he does. But I guess we'll see, you know. <laughs> All right. I guess before we get up out of here, there's a couple more things we need to discuss real quick. Uh, just... um. Just little, I guess, like church announcements almost. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no, I haven't been to church in a long time, and you just told me about like the church announcements. That's the worst because you be wanting to leave. You're like, ah, we done. And we then, got some announcements to make. Yeah, Sister <laughs> Shirley and, and and the choir <laughs> are, are having a bake sale downstairs. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. Sign up to be an usher. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I thought that was just the thing that happened either in a like Catholic church or specifically in my church where like niggas just go up there and be like, yeah, you know, I know y'all niggas want to go home, especially y'all kids, uh-huh. but just sit tight for an extra 15 minutes, dog. And it'll be like, dog, why? 15 huh? turning to 30. Yeah. And then the niggas start cracking like little jokes that got nothing to do with what he's saying. And I'm just like, dog, just. <laughs> I used to love it. Well, I know y'all want to get home to watch the football, but the word the, the word is working through me today. I was like, "You better come on, and get that word shortened up, bro." But uh, yeah, so Quavo of the Migos has announced that he is producing his first horror movie called The Resort. Now, I haven't heard no other shit about it, but I'm assuming a bunch of rich people at a resort are getting killed. Yeah, I mean, I I I, I mean, horror movie resort like. Look, he, let, let me just say this, right? I have a problem with celebrities with too much time on their hands trying different things and doing how they're doing it. I don't have a problem with you trying different things. Mm-hmm. But I think personally, right, especially if you don't know how something's going to go, you should probably be in the background, probably shouldn't put your name on things. Mm-hmm. Probably, you know, Like, to me, that's what I think should happen. Yeah. Because it's like, obviously, at the beginning, nobody, or not, let me not say nobody, but very few people are excellent at something their first shot around that's very true look at jennifer lopez and her acting career and her singing career and everything else (laughs) (laughs) everything but dancing (laughs) still love you (laughs) j-lo but you you, you get the point though you know what i'm saying and it's just i don't know man it's just i i I think quavo look man i'm all for trying out new things you know you can't rap forever so I get it. You know, different some rap- revenue streams. Different revenue streams. Some people write books, going mm-hmm. to movies. I just think when you're in this composition, you kind of got to lay in the back a little bit, test the waters out, see learn how, a little something. Learn something. a little something before you put it out for the public to see. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I don't know. And obviously, he has a lot more uh, resources than your average person would. Very true. Directors, producers, actual actors that mm-hmm. could probably do well or decent job of acting. As opposed to your average motherfucker. But exactly. Regardless of Instead all of that. Ray Ray and them in your movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I, look, I, I, I'm going to check it out. I mean, I'm probably not going to go to the theater to watch oh, it. Oh, hell no. Out. I'll watch it when it comes on, yeah. on TV. Or, or not. Whenever the, the Netflix, whatever the fuck is on. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but good luck to him. Me, personally, I don't care what you do. Try and do it well. Yeah, uh, I'll probably, like I said, I'll probably check it out later when it's on Showbox or some shit. I don't Something, dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, also, really quick, um, so I don't think we brought it up yet, but there's a Nipsey Hustle mural in California that was defaced mm. by some delinquent children uh. who stuck stickers in his eyes and then took a whole bunch of selfies with it. And then when they when they went to go take the, the stickers off, apparently it started peeling the paint off and damaging uh. the artwork in the eyes and on the painting. Right. So this, I don't remember who it was done by because I didn't take good enough notes. <laughs> but 
the painting itself is worth between ten and fifteen thousand dollars. So these guys fucked up a, up to fifteen thousand dollars worth of artwork uh, just to take a picture in front of it. And now the artist who painted it has come back to basically try and fix it and make it look like new. Look, man, I just think that you know, especially with something like this. Or like I was saying earlier, especially in the troll uh, world that we live in now, it, it, like you kind of have to expect something like this to happen. Um, it's a shame, you know, whatever. But it's just how, how often you're gonna do this, you know? what I mean, like it's gonna—I'm sure it's gonna happen again. Somebody's gonna do something, either a rival gang member mm-hmm. or some wild little kid who just doesn't know who Nipsey is or whatever. And, yeah. So, but usually I feel like these type of things, especially the murals of artists that everyone loves, they usually don't get messed with that much. I've never heard of anybody defacing the Biggie one in Brooklyn. I've never heard of anybody defacing the Pac one in Cali. I've never heard of anybody defacing the Pun one in you're the right. Bronx. You're right. I'm sure yeah, there's, right. oh, there's an uh, there's an outcast mural. I was talking about there's the outcast mural in in, in Atlanta. Uh, that one's newer, so maybe it hasn't had time for anybody to fuck with it. <laughs> but I mean, no, no, you're right. No, you, nah, you, you do bring up a lot of good points. Like all these really big names yeah haven't been fucked with so, so especially and, and i would say nipsey is definitely up there oh in, yeah in in the amount of like especially in the state was. of california oh, yeah yeah for sure like for real so i i mean i feel like it ultimately is disrespectful uh especially to the artists who spent all that time uh yeah yeah for sure in their life and you know with their materials and whatever whatever making this artwork for everybody to enjoy especially especially that they have to come back and now fix the artwork that you've damaged right but all in all, like you can't really stop that type of shit. Kids are gonna be kids. They're gonna do whatever the fuck they want. Kids are disrespectful as shit. We know that because we've all been disrespectful as yeah. motherfucking kids. Yeah. So sometimes as a kid, you really don't give a fuck about what everybody else feels. Mm-mm. So you know, can't really be too mad at the kids. But nonetheless, that is kind of that is re- kind of weird. Now that you mentioned the whole, yeah. it's in L.A. Nipsey's from L.A. And yeah, so yeah, it is. It is a little weird. All right, and the last John I wanted to bring up today is for the people of a of a certain age, uh, probably a little bit older than myself, and old and as old as myself. But there is a old group from back in the day, one of the first female hip hop groups of all time, Salt and Pepper, um, and their DJ Spinderella. Well, apparently Spinderella is no longer the DJ with them. Spinderella was fired from them, I think, last year sometime. Uh, and I remember there was an excuse or there was not really an excuse and Spinderella came out and kind of gave her grievances and they didn't really say anything in regards to it. But switch now to about a year later and their touring manager who they've had for a very, very long time, at least since the nineties has quit talking about, uh, creative differences, which lets me further know that two people in this group, salt and pepper. Salt and Pepper themselves are becoming supreme divas in their old age, and something's going on there behind the scenes. And I kind of want to know what it is, but then again, I also kind of don't care. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna be real with you, dog. I only know the name Salt and Pepper. Like, I'm sure if you put on a Salt and Pepper song, I'll probably know. You know, one Salt and Pepper song, push it, <laughs> push it real good. Okay, there you go. That's that. That's about as far as my Salt and Pepper knowledge goes. And so. I know that's a fact. <laughs> So, yeah, man, I mean, look, man, I'm gonna keep it above with you. I don't really, this shit really don't mean nothing, dog. That's, that's probably why I didn't address it. Cause exactly, because, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's an old ass group, but they are also, a classic group. Are, are, are they like older women now? Yeah. Like they're like in their 40s? Have to be in their 50s. Oh, 50s? At least. At oh, least. Shit, so they on some grandma shit. <laughs> Damn near. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, Jeez. I think that that is real foul that they fired Spinderella like that. Because she's been rocking with them since the late 80s, early 90s. Right. So, so obviously, then, since I'm not too knowledgeable on them, would you say that the D, that DJ was a, like a pivotal part in their group? Like, Well, is, back in the day, the DJ was a pivotal part of the group. That's like, what I'm saying, yeah. As we've gotten older and hip-hop has changed, no, not necessarily. But for their style, yes. Like Will Smith and Jazzy? Yes. Jazzy, that mm-hmm. kind of exactly. uh, thing going on? Because mm-hmm. the DJ would actually be back there scratching and shit and blah, 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 right, blah performing right. too, so... Right. DJs used to be quite pivotal, man. But, um, all right, well, let's go ahead and move into our last section, which is our Petty of the Week. And what do you got going on today for this petty, this petty, petty party? All right, y'all. So, I actually didn't even know about this shit until a couple days ago. (laughs) I think me either. But apparently motherfucking uh, Nick Cannon and Eminem have some issues now how dumb of me to not realize that when if I'm not mistaken 
Eminem said some shit about Mariah Carey. And Nick Cannon. And Nick Cannon? I believe so. Oh, I, I know that. I think he referenced Nick Cannon in the thing, but I it was so long ago, I don't even remember what the song it was, was called. Like a song, right? It was like in the 2000s, like 2005, yeah. 2006, some shit like that. Yeah, but the point is, right, this this happened forever ago, Years dog. ago. Damn near now a decade. This, this nigga, Nick Cannon, dog, wants to drop a diss song out of the fucking blue against, uh, against fucking, what, against, pretty much towards Eminem. And it's kind of funny because if I'm not mistaken, Suge Knight is on. It. Why is Suge Knight on it? He's in jail. I know, but you on the phone? <laughs> I don't know how they did it, but uh, and now I didn't finish watching it because so pretty much what it was is it's uh, Nick Cannon and like a, a group of other niggas. Yeah, it says featuring Suge Knight. I don't know if he wrote and other niggas wrapped it. Maybe did Suge Knight ever have any issues with Eminem? Not that I know of. Possibly. I don't, I don't know. Point is, the song is called The Invitation, right? Mm-hmm. And on YouTube right now, 600, no, 66 likes and 340,000 dislikes. Ah! Well, you saw that coming because Nick Cannon I mean, can't rap. Went, all right. His shit wasn't terrible, right? But it was kind of corny. Of course, because that's Nick Cannon's whole brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that not what Nick Cannon is? He's corny as shit. It's like, yo... You're not you're not a bad guy, but you're just kind of corny. Corny than a motherfucker. Dog. So and and on top of that, you know, Eminem fans they're they're kind of like the beehive in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't ever tell Eminem fan Eminem isn't a top ten rapper or Facts. a top five rapper because niggas will fucking fight you for the to death, dog. Very true. So, um, yeah, you could you could you could pretty much bank on the fact that most of these dislikes are probably Eminem stands. Oh yeah, pun intended. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> nonetheless, Nick Cannon. With the what ten year later response, I just thought. And on top of that, he kind of he kind of took a couple low blows. I'm not even gonna lie. Talked about uh, his baby mama mm-hmm. and just a lot of other shit. So now to um, add on to that, Petty Eminem responded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, he on, on tweets, right? I, I think he had a song. Didn't nah, he have a song? He oh, a was it only song. on tweet? Okay, I thought it was song. I'm about to say, if you really did a song against, it's real petty, dog. Like for real. No, no. I mean, look. I, I'm kind of waiting for the for the response from Eminem because I feel like at this point there's the only bit of good music we can expect from Eminem is, is like this song towards niggas because mm, mm, I'm not mm. about to be listening to a motherfucking Eminem album though. I'm sorry mm, mm, mm. I'm sorry I mean I get it <laughs> but yeah man motherfucking Nick Cannon dog you wilding out I don't know what the reason for this was this is like this is like when you get picked on as a little kid and then you come back as a grown adult when that nigga don't even have no issue with you no more and you just throw him in the face. Exactly. Come on, dog. When you know, when you know, even though you sucker punched him, he's still going to whoop your ass afterwards. Exactly. So that's pretty exactly. much the analogy here. Eminem, even though you sucker punched him analogy. out of nowhere, that's a great analogy. He's still going to whoop your ass, dog. That's a great fucking analogy. I love it. All right. My petty jump this week comes from your favorite rapper. Future Hendrix. <laughs> now, Future has recently had Baby's Mama's number Jeez. seven and eight. <laughs> Siete y ocho. Duh, come even... together and form the Petty Voltron. Jesus Christ. Because they say that both of them were dropped out of contact with Future as soon as their babies were respectively born. You gotta love that. Now, these babies, well, they basically got dropped around the same damn time because these babies is hood twins. These babies are a month apart. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> so, which means Future be getting it there. Future ain't nothing but part rabbit. He's something. Hold like- on. L- l- let me just interrupt right there. While you're listening to Cooper tell this, I just want to try to envision Future cheesing like shit with his sunglasses on <laughs> yes, like this. Because that was the picture they showed. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, this nigga is such a fucking sleaze man I'm telling you so these two have formed a petty Voltron robot talking about okay well he's not contacting us he won't do DNA tests to prove that these are our children let's our powers combine (laughs) now they have joined together in a mini class action lawsuit to sue future (laughs) with the results of their testing the babies to say that the babies are half brothers son and like I said earlier, dog, you almost can guarantee that Future's gonna fucking put the shit in the song. Something, something along the lines of my bet, 
Baby mama was double teaming to sue me. Baby mama was double teaming to sue me. Class action. Class action. Class action. That's going to be a new ad lib. Class action. Class. You got a little. I could just see it. So that is my shit. Petty as fuck future. For it's, it's petty on both ends. It's petty on both ends. It's petty for not acknowledging your children <laughs> that you know. I mean, it's not like we don't know that you don't have no kids. You can't claim that you ain't <laughs> never had no kids. You you are one of the most fertile black men on the planet yeah, right now. <laughs> so you might have more than eight kids. I'm, t- I'm sure he does. So <laughs> the fact that you are petty enough to not claim your child and then the pettiness of these two women to get together. Like I said, let our powers combine yes. in order to sue this nigga. Yo, it's petty all the way around. Uh, it's the type of shit that I love to hear about. It's the type of shit that I actually heard off of Wendy Williams. So like, that's how you know it's petty. That's how you know it's petty as fuck. Because if she's covering it, you know there's yeah. petty shit behind it. I just hope that future resolves this in a very petty way as well. Somehow, some way, I hope none of these bitches get no money. As fucked up as I would be for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! But yes, future you you oh, you up there this week. You up there this week, bro. Yo, this nigga future need like I want to have a, a picture of future as a saint. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you know how like they have like the little uh, church saints and shit. Yeah, I want to have like a church saint with future's face on it, just because that nigga is just because <laughs> that nigga lucky as shit. That nigga's legendary, <laughs> legendary. like. Well, all right, my man. Do you have a uh, album suggestion for today? I do, I do, that I do. What it is? Well, it is uh 2005 the documentary hey, The Game. Hey. Um, this was like the first time that I remember hearing about the game. This is around the time that Get Rich or Die Trying came out. Around that time, maybe a little bit later than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Fifty Cent, and yeah, I just to be honest right even though the game did have a vicious career and i say did have one because he recently came out and said he retired i don't know if you caught that did he yeah he came out and said he's done hmm. now obviously that doesn't really mean shit he but said that a couple years ago too so he might have he might have but the point is that um when i first heard this shit, i was like yo this nigga's gonna be bigger than 50 cent and to be honest he may have been i don't know i don't know if you want to say that but this is the first album that really just kind of like was like yo this nigga's fucking nice dog Obviously, this is how we do with 50 Cent. Both drums with 50 Cent. Uh, is very G-Unit heavy on the joint. Of course. But, um, you know, we can expect first album. Uh, but definitely, in my opinion, a classic, without a doubt. All right. Documentary the game. There you go. Check that out. Yeah, no, that album is legit as shit. I fucking love that album. It still bangs hard as shit today. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, check that shit out. I love the uh, the Kanye West produced dreams on that joint. Mm-hmm. That sample was fucking that sick. That joint is ridiculous, dog. That was back in the the classic days of the motherfucking samples mm-hmm. with yeah. motherfucking Kanye. Dog, that was the golden age, two thousand two to two thousand five or two thousand six mm-hmm. of samples. Dog. Yep, that was classic days. That was like the early. That was like the the the, the mid early to mid or the mid to late nineties. Yeah, sampling yeah. era too. I For love sure. that shit. For sure. Alright, my album is a little bit outside of the hip-hop realm. Now, it's not outside of the hip-hop realm as the fact that it's not a rap album because the lead of this band raps. And we've actually talked about him today. Travi McCoy, the lead, the lead rapper of the, gym, of the Gym Class Heroes. Now, it is a rock band, yes, but they primarily only rap. Like, there's very little actually like rock singing vocal type things in it. <clears throat> and it's just, it's they're not your average band, but like this band is actually pretty dope. And... The album that I'm going to suggest is called The Quilt. It came out in uh, 2008, and it has uh, singles like uh, Don't Tell Me It's Over, uh, which originally actually featured Lil Wayne, uh, Guilty as Charged featuring Estelle, and this one song called Cookie Jar, where he basically talks about all the women that he's fucking around with and how he's always getting caught with his hand in the cookie jar. <laughs> so but I, I would say if you want like a different, um, a different sound, uh, I'm like I'm always the type that's always looking for something new, something different, but still like in the hip hop realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like if you, I mean, I'd say just give it a listen. The Quilt by Gym Class Heroes, it's really fucking good, and even Busta Rhymes is is uh is uh, on there. Busta Rhymes and the Dream. So yeah, you know, and, and I was talking about that shit how like I kind of just jokingly saying that like they had like that one song that I really fuck with, mm-hmm. but I feel like they they were a very talented. It was just 
I don't know if it was they came out like at the wrong time. Yeah, it was a weird kind of time. Like I feel like if they came out a few years before that they did, yeah. like maybe a couple years after uh, Lincoln Park or some shit like that, they would have took it off better. Yeah. Because I feel like between really between uh, Limp Biscuit. And I want to say Linkin Park. Well, not Linkin Park. Maybe there's a couple. Maybe there's it's another band another like that. Band I'm sure there's there. another one in there. Yeah. But like that, that was that a time frame for that. Yeah, that rap, the whole thing. Like, actually, I will say, um, what's his name? Um, Rage Against the Machine. That would have been earlier, though. You know who else too? Which I like. I've always kind of thought this right. Mm-hmm. But Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh yeah, they did a lot of rapping. That's pretty much rapping over the one of Amer- the the best American band. Period. Hell yeah. Period. Shout out to the most. Shout out to the City Girls. <laughs> Point blank period. (laughs) All right. So anything else you want to tell these people out here today, bro? Look, man, thank you for tuning in, man. Thank you for keeping up with us. We've been away for a little bit, but we're going to be back. Yes. I'm out of school. You're going to be in this bitch at least for a month, giving you consistent shit. Yes. We're going to try to keep that up, obviously, after that. So definitely thank you for tuning in. Facts, facts. Um, Nothing to do with music, but shout out to the Titans. We playing motherfucking... Sunday against Houston Texans. I'm boosted about that. Nothing to do with music, but that's how I'm signing off. <laughs> Hold on. I still gotta oh. give a. Uh, you wanna do it this week? Huh? You wanna do it this week? No, no, no. I'm, I'm retarded and I'm a little bit high. I forgot we already, we just gave our album reviews. My bad. <laughs> it's all good, bro. Alright, y'all know y'all can find us on Instagram and Twitter at HQ Podcast. And yes, it is all spelled out. You can find the podcast where you're listening pleasure on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. And you can catch us on, on Facebook, uh, Facebook page. Just search out the name Hip Hop Heads Podcast. And if you want to Google that, us, we're that. usually the first thing that pops up. So, you know, <laughs> do that. Flex. Do that. Slight flex. <laughs> All right. And on behalf of everyone around the world, we out this bitch. Holla at y'all. Love y'all. Peace. Peace.